Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And tonight we're talking about season four, episode thirteen, entitled "Alone." I don't know about you, but I thought this was really, really good. Yeah, it was above average. Above average. Oh, you sound nonplussed. You're just like, yeah, above average. Well, so I'm 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 debuting something because despite what people might think, I actually think about this show a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's all kind of you know kicked off of my research last a couple weeks ago about like who's writing the show who's mm-hmm. directing the show um <clears throat> and you know thinking about why that is and what are these people doing in these positions and so i decided to kind of come up with this metric about you know when i watch an episode do i feel like combined the writers directors and actors gave a shit okay it's the give a yeah. shit scale all right <laughs> because if i don't feel like they give a shit and at least half the things I'm seeing that I can't give a shit as a viewer. You can't be expected to, no. And th- this episode is quite a few notches above the give a shit bar. Yeah, yeah. Far. And, and in fact... So there's a bar. As long as they get over the bar... Yeah, I don't know what that safe. bar is. I just know that like, you know, at least half the scenes have to have me int- interested in what's going on. Okay. Um, I would make it a wall. A wall of shit. And if you don't get over it, you get... <laughs> you gotta hurdle the wall of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you can't, if the wall of shit's too high... Uh-huh. Then it's it's it doesn't it doesn't pass the test. Sure, and you get shit all over you. Mm-hmm. And nobody <laughs> wants that. So so why did you okay. think it was really good? Uh, I liked the optimism in Bob for one. Okay. Uh, him him really not being optimism? alone. Yeah, I mean when he's with people, he feels he feels very good. He's got a smile on his face all the time. Bob is a happy guy as long as he's not alone. Yeah, I and mean, at the end of the episode, I was kind of worried that it was coming back around full circle, and he was going to be alone again, right? Just walking down that railroad track. Uh, I'm glad that they didn't go there, right? No, I, I thought that there were some good moments from him. I actually liked the uh, very long for Walking Dead standards uh, pre-credit kind of flashback sequence about yeah. how he got picked up by Daryl and Glenn. It really set up the tone for how he felt before when he was alone, right? And, you know, I don't see how anybody doesn't swallow a bullet if they're stuck too far, uh, too, too, for too long mm-hmm. alone in this world. Yeah. It's like your odds of survival just must plummet to nothing. Sure. You're, you end up <laughs> drinking bottles of NyQuil to try to fall asleep, and then you can't. Yeah. You're staring at walkers all night trying to get you. Well, you can see what he mean by it. It's like, you know, he wants to make the nights a little bit quieter. Yeah. Um, so the other reason I think that Bob had some optimism here is because of what he says to Sasha about Tyrese. Like, why, why do you think he's dead? Mm. Like she's very much a pessimist at this point. Right. Uh, or at least at that point in the episode, she kind of changes her mind by the end. But for that moment, she's the pessimist and Bob is the optimist. What do you think about the, the Bobtimism? The Bob-timism. I like it. What do you think about the Bob and Tasha love or Sasha rather love, love angle? Uh, it seemed to fizzle really quickly when really? Bob kissed her, didn't it? Uh, wow, I thought... Isn't that why he left? Uh, no, I thought that was... He's, this was kind of his last-ditch effort to 
um, maybe even hit below the belt and trying to convince her to come. <laughs> That's pretty low, yeah. Like, I want to kiss you and imply <laughs> that I've loved, you know, that I'm... I, but I don't, I've I don't never know picked that, up, like, feelings between them, though, right? That's the thing. Uh, except for his goofy-ass grin in the, like, you know, episode yeah. two, I think, of this season. Uh-huh. I, there's been no hint that they've had any kind of romantic attachment. But, you know, what does romantic attachment look like in a zombie apocalypse? It's just physical attraction and survival hmm. and interesting question. You know, danger and that stuff and is 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 the hammer and anvil that can that can <laughs> inflame passion. So maybe it looks like burning down a house after drinking a whole bunch of moonshine. <laughs> Apparently so. Because Daryl and Beth were holding hands this episode and Daryl all but confessed that he liked Beth. Yeah, that was that was Daryl. That was as far as Daryl Dixon's probably ever got to saying "I love you" to somebody. Yeah, sure, definitely. You know, <laughs> except when Merle held him down and made him say it or something, <laughs> rubbing dirt in his eyes. Say you love your brother. Say you love your brother, you little prick. Um, <laughs> all hopped up on meth and God knows what. Um, yeah. Um, so, what do you think about that relationship? Well, so I. I read somewhere, and I don't know that this is true, because far be it from us to do research on this show. Especially uh, in an instant cast, come on. Yeah, I was going to look this up before uh, Tuesday's cast, but apparently the girl that plays Beth is like 28 or something. Yeah, yeah. Emily Kenny, I think. And, and I think she's clearly at least 18. Uh-huh. And one thing I really noticed, I've not really noticed before, is she's just really attractive in this episode. Hmm. Okay. Like when she's, I mean, it seems like they've... Uh, Seems like her and Daryl have had a magic shower mm-hmm. sometime between yep. this episode. They're they're both looking right. Yeah, his hair's not as greasy. Yeah, she's you know getting she's tracking and she gets her foot in a bear trap and he has to piggyback her and it's just it's all this false intimacy and he's 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 yeah. falling for it. Sure, I, I I mean I don't know that it's even necessarily false intimacy. I mean she yeah that's true. It's certainly under bizarre circumstances. Yes. But maybe there is something that's kind of kindling there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that go a lot farther if they ever meet back up. Yeah, and I, I guess I never, I, I never saw them as a viable couple. Yeah. But between last week's episode and this week's episode, you know, I'm I'm dropping my resistance to that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I want to see was, how they play it. Maybe he's not asexual. He was just playing hard to get with, uh, Carol because he just wasn't that into her. <laughs> yeah, sure. She was, she was a little too weird with the knives. Yeah. Uh, a little and, too concerned about the water pump. And, and sure, she's zombie apocalypse hot, but maybe he was gonna, <laughs> he was going to hold out for fresh out of the shower, legitimately hot. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. He's Daryl Dixon. He can do that, right? Why not? He's, he's got a, options. He's a bowman. Yeah. <laughs> bowman don't take apocalypse hot, apparently. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk about that group then at the very end when Daryl gets, uh, let's say, pseudo-captured. Because you can tell Daryl does not want to go along with this. He thinks these guys are kind of assholes. Right. But he has no choice at that point. It's right. either pull a trigger and die or do what he did. Right. Obviously, this was the guy. The leader of this group is the guy from The Porch where Rick yes. was stuck in the house with those guys He's a couple a t- episodes ten- ago. Tennis ball man. Tennis ball man. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be interesting. I wonder if Rick got a look at this guy. I don't know. I, it doesn't seem like he did, though, right? He was hiding behind the porch. He didn't really no, uh, yeah, see I think, these guys. I think he was just scrambling. Yeah. 
Uh, the only people did... he saw are the ones he killed or saw choked out in front of him. Yeah, did you see that guy in the crowd? I didn't see him. I didn't look for him. No. I, the guy I mean, who got choked out? I'm going he... to have to go back and, and compare the mug shots. But here's the thing okay. that I realize about choked out guy. is He's apparently blackout drunk anyway because a, a, a sleeper hold put him to sleep for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know that he would remember seeing Rick. Like, if you huh. glimpse someone for three seconds as you're losing consciousness and you're drunk. And you've got a weird angle because you're laying on the floor. And, and you and... wake – I mean, that shit – like, that 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 plays tricks with your mem- short-term memory anyway. I could see yeah. short-term memory being reboot. I, honestly, I could see the writers doing either one. I could see him recognizing Rick on site mm-hmm. or I could see him not recognizing and I would b- buy either one of those. <laughs> I would not sure. call bullshit on either one of those. Okay. That's fair enough. Do you think that Daryl's actually turned? That he's like, eh, I'm gonna fucking merle it up. Why not? No, hell no. No, he's just going along this for this is him being a survivor, right? Yeah, that's de- my that's definitely. my take too. Do you think they're gonna do any kind of horse shit undercover cop? You gotta you gotta fucking kill a dude and rape a moose before <laughs> we trust you and our gang? Or do you think yeah, he's gonna moose like, beware? Do you think he's going to uh, uh, steal off into the first night he gets? Um, uh, well, I bet they'll have shifts on watch probably because these guys are going to be an asshole at the first opportunity they can be oh yeah like they we saw across. them in the house yeah d okay they're choking each other out it, left and right yeah so when they when they when they come across a gaggle of strangers do you think this is how it's going to go that there's going to be a nucleus of terminus folks from the prison that's going to cross paths with them and then daryl's going to be on the other side and yeah yeah i could see uh rick michonne and carl running across them hmm. seeing daryl on the other side with these people who they might actually recognize Rick might recognize choked out guy. Maybe I think Rick would recognize him. Yeah, for sure. Cause uh-huh. he, he was uh, totally sober he and not kicked be- in the head by a mule. <laughs> being choked I mean, out. Yeah. I mean, he, he has been concussed several times lately, but not since the, yeah, I want to see choked out guy get choked out again. <laughs> like that's what I want to see. Maybe uh, a, I want a to running see Rick uh, like he gets a light tap to the head. And he just falls his knees vomiting, <laughs> or like, yeah, severely goes concussed. into seizures or something. That that would be pretty realistic. Sure. Um, all right. What else do we want to talk about? Uh, I, I want to call um, some just based on the Facebook thread. Um, some issues where people uh, were having a hard time that I don't go along with. Okay, hit me. Um, number one, people are saying Maggie was stupid for leaving the group. I uh, think, no. I think Maggie, that that was her being self-sacrificing and overhearing Bob and Sasha. And I think she read that as Bob wants to go with Sasha, but he doesn't want to break up the group. So That's she's, the thing. Yeah. she's basically making the decision thinking that that would – because her read is Sasha don't give – you know, she's like Honey Badger, don't give a shit. Yeah. Which was a correct read. And then she thought Bob was – you know, if if she made the decision, then I don't think she understood the depths of his commitment to keeping the group together. In fact, yeah, that's one thing I don't understand. Like, if your goal is to keep the group together, mm-hmm. and your group is now two, how does it make sense to say goodbye to someone to seek the other group when that might not even be there? Yeah. The only thing I started thinking is he might not be just referring to the group being him and Maggie and Sasha, but he's also thinking about the group that's in Terminus. That's but possible. he's like, yeah. I'm not going to shack up with you on this four-story house and risk losing you and then being all alone. Especially when you're such a bad kisser. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I didn't have a problem with her leaving. Um, 
I'm trying to think some other things. Some people had problem with like Daryl being a turncoat, but I, we already discussed. I don't think that he was a turncoat. No, I don't think so either. How about the action with Daryl? Uh, oh, uh, the, the problem they had. On, before we move on, the other problem was a lot of people like you know another fucking magic zombie herd that appeared. You know, we hear a dog okay. bark yeah. and a light rapping at the you know yonder window. Yeah, and then open a door and <laughs> infinite zombies. <laughs> Does one walker break? Yeah. Um, and then we can so so, and I think that is some bullshit. But and I think that that's part of this show's problem is they cannot set up action to save their fucking life. But when they do the action, the action was really good. It worked. Yeah, like Daryl getting stuck behind those beds, those. Uh, the gurneys, gurneys or whatever yep. you call them, yeah, that was awesome. And I thought he should have just stayed behind there and start just kept killing. Yeah, right. Or just use it as like a, a bumper pool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I but he know. was going after Beth. Yeah, it, it, he he was less interested in killing zombies and more interested in getting out of there so he could go after Beth. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, crazy theory. What if these the dudes in the car were watching uh, and uh, um, Beth and Daryl uh-huh. this whole time? And they herded the zombies, you know, because we know that survivors at this point have various methods of doing that. Yeah. And then unleashed them on this house to flush the survivors out so they could pick one or both off as they're fleeing the house. That is a theory that was certainly posited on uh, Twitter. Okay. Like near the very end of the episode, people were starting to think about it. Hmm, I wonder – because Beth did walk into a trap at the beginning of the episode. Which yeah, snared her so foot. A literal trap. Which a literal that could trap. Be, that could, and now this could be another trap. And it could that be that, that, that could be like foreshadowing. And why? Think about this. Why would there be food in this house and it all clean and set up, ready for people to come into it, but no one is there? Well, the only problem I have with that is the whole mortician angle, and I hope that pays off because that was interesting. Um, hmm. you know that you've got some crazy mortician that's he thinks it's his job to give these <laughs> put <zombies>. makeup on, <laughs> and like I said, it's like man, that is a fucking that is a a mortician or whatever they call themselves, uh, funeral hmm. makeup and uh, hair artist. I don't I, they they got a, a learned term for them. Huh. I was like, because neither one of my grandmas looked that good, yeah, and they weren't ravaged by some zombie virus <laughs> and walking around in the hot Georgia sun for God knows how long before uh-huh. they got a bullet in the fucking head. <laughs> so kudos to that guy; he can sure. really turn out a corpse. So <laughs> to theorize just a little bit on that, what do you what do you think the purpose of, or who do you think was there? Was it just a mortician? Were those people? Like family members or his friends? Were they special zombies or were they just random it, it people? Was, who... It was basically an alternate version of Six Feet Under. I don't know. I've got some spoilery speculation on it. I okay. Bet, but I can't. Well, I, we'll get into that on Tuesday, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was kind of surprised that it didn't go in that direction. But, yeah. yeah, that was a thought to cross my mind, too, that this was like a honeypot. Yeah. To attract survivors, get them lulled in this false insecurity. And, hell, they might even have like a zombie pin ready to go but that doesn't the funeral parlor thing doesn't uh track with that did i already ask you whether the well, people in the, the car are related to joe the tennis ball guy uh you didn't ask me that i was about to go there talk about the hearse that drove away was uh, it a hearse it had a big cross on the back window and it looked like a hearse to me um did it i thought it looked like it uh, seemed like it was from that house maybe oh which gives which if it is and i'm, I'm not sure that it is i caught a brief glimpse that lends some sort of credence to the idea that it could be a trap. Hmm. Hmm. But, it, you know, I don't know, because 
if it's someone that's connected to that house, I don't think they're evil. Because uh, that was my thing. Is like I'm like, man, if I got this nice little cash and I come home and it's like the fucking Goldilocks and they've slept in my bed and <laughs> ate my food, uh-huh. uh, I guess you got Daryl Dixon to, to stand up for his rights. But I don't know that I'd just be like, oh, yeah, sure, come on in, you know? Yeah, um, there's not enough pig's feet to go around. Yeah. That's the trouble. Yeah, I mean, what are the ethics on that? Eating pig's feet? Oh, I don't like it. Well, I mean, there's like, I guess there's this thing for like hiking trails, like the Appalachian Trail and a couple other remote trails where people will leave um, caches of water and stuff behind with the understanding huh. that it is, you know, to pay it forward to someone who might need it. Interesting. Um, and I don't know yeah. if that was, if like the, the the good people, the zombie apocalypse would see like, okay, well, if someone took like 10% of my shit, mm-hmm. then well and good. If they don't rob me blind, then they're not total pieces of shit. I, I just wonder like what kind of uh uh informal system there is for that probably none i'd yeah, imagine I, say. I think most of the guys are like uh the people who took daryl at the end right uh and they're just going to take everything they can right uh, bounce tennis balls around in your house uh i don't know we'll we'll see more of that guy i'm sure Be- beth is not gone forever <laughs> i hope i mean that's we'll, not we'll the see her again we've yeah. never had someone wander off to be unaccounted for except yeah. for uh, Chubbs Morales in the first season. Chubbs Morales? Yeah, the the the, the dude that just took his family to station wagon. Like, yeah, we're uh-huh. heading off to Alabama. Yeah, but they See said ya. we're leaving. True. Like, Beth didn't say anything. That's <laughs> she true. was just That's gone. True. Okay, I got. I, I feel you. Uh, why did she have a bunch of money and shit in her bag, like I, rings and stuff? I don't know. She's collecting treasure. In the zombie apocalypse, and she was worthless. Criti- I feel like she was criticizing Daryl for that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe, maybe she wanted it. Maybe it is toilet paper. <laughs> it could be, I if guess. She to take, uh, like, necklaces and trinkets like that shit. I'm going to hate on her. But, but bundles of cash is weird. But, again, yeah. maybe it's high-class toilet paper. I guess. Nothing nothing wipes your ass <laughs> like a $1,000 bill, Jim. Nothing. Yeah. In Herschel's house, that's all they used. <laughs> it's they're like, a rich farming family. It's like wiping your ass with silk sheets. Uh, I really liked the not the beginning of the episode, although I did like that. But when they came back, they were fighting in the fog. That was really creepy to me. Like I don't this know. dense, thick fog that you can't see through. I was still on the the fence on this episode. I thought this intro was real strong, but then they go to like zombies in the midst mist. You didn't like that? I don't know. What's not to like? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you just have a sour taste in your mouth from episodes. I, I'm like a beat dog, man. Yeah. The, the first 15 minutes episode, I'm kind of cringing, like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, you don't trust them. Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's like when I see something like that that's just like overly flashy and stylistic and nothing come of it, I'm yeah. like, I don't know. But um, I like the fact that there's a wake-up call. Um, one thing I did thought was bullshit is the whole biting the bandage and nobody like wanting to do like, uh, ha, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. show me the fucking wound. Uh-huh. Um, and also, uh, Daryl sleeping in a coffin, lots of people uh, picking up on the foreshadowing potential of this. Sure. Um, and you know, we've talked, I believe in the non-spoiler section about people's death Olympics that I, I believe that Daryl's goner, uh, next season, if not sooner. Yeah. Uh, do you think, was that just something they threw in creepy do you think that is foreshadowing his death do you think it foreshadows beth or some kind of death being attached to him i or is certainly it just for... i think it could be foreshadowing his death i don't see why not uh it's not super subtle if they did that 
but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't honestly. need to be. Yeah, I applaud this show for for giving a shit. <laughs> uh, what What do you think about who do you think is going to actually end up at Terminus? I don't know. I think I think we should kick this and then the rest of the stuff for the main cast. The main cast. Okay, we're starting to get a little main casty here. All right, we can do that. Uh, that's it then, right? I think so. I think I feel like that's that's my initial thoughts, and I need to think about this episode more. But okay, that's my you know solid episode. Lots of good concepts, shaky execution in places, but um, yeah, I mean the core I, concept is the the value of not being alone. Also, which I really like. I got a. I think the the, the series has got a little bit of uh, testicular fortitude by not getting the group together already. Sure, yeah. like we're five episodes in, and you, you know going to be six, and we still don't have the band back together. Yeah, it feels like they're creeping toward it though, because now you don't have the separate uh, Daryl and Beth episodes. Yeah, you get Daryl, Beth, and the rest of them. Fully two thirds of Michonne. the group, maybe a little less. Three fifths of the group heading to Terminus now. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got Rick and Michonne. I don't wait. Did they? Did they, they found find... they found the sign on the train. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got. So now we got three fourths of the show heading to Terminus. The only ones that are yeah. holdouts are uh, Daryl and Beth, and it looks like they're going to be unaccounted mm. for. For some time. Yeah, probably but, so. Um, All right. Well, then that, that'll do it for this episode. And uh, do, we, do we do any pimping on these instant cases? We usually say, hey, if uh, you want to send us feedback, dude, at the Watching Dead. Or, I'm sorry, not the Watching Dead. That won't work. <laughs> no. At WatchingDead at BaldMove.com. And again, you want to check out our live threads on Facebook, Facebook.com slash BaldMove. And Jim holds down Twitter at BaldMove. Uh, looking forward to hearing what you think. And we will see you back Tuesday. Yes, we will. Thanks for listening. See you then.